we talking like December? Because like what's September? That's not even that late of the year. Oh, give me a fucking break. That's the, late in the year. There's still a whole quarter left in the year. That's like the third quarter. That's fall. No, you, third quarter. No, it's September, the fourth quarter. October, November, December. Three months. That's a quarter. You were born in qu- third quarter. Fourth quarter. The end be- of the third quarter. Oh, God. So you were born like basically mid year 1989 that's some bullshit no september 18th i don't know why you're trying to be like older than you are no i'm trying to be younger than i am no you're trying to say you were oh it shows how much i know yeah well (laughs) work on the math no not gonna start now hello everybody welcome to wings with friends stop breathing into the microphone sorry i just had some really coarse ginger beer it is coarse. It's a good way. I think it has bite. No, it has bite. I like it like that. It's just it's like good it's with spicy. Whiskey. It's spicy, yeah. You can hold the mic like this. You don't have to hold the stand. Oh, really? Yeah, I just said to put it there to set up on the um, table. Can I hold it like this? Well, it just now it's bothering me that the stand is in the way. Okay, so let me take the stand off. So I'm sorry I started recording so early, but I wanted to capture that just brilliant... Um, conversation about your age but michael you have to be in the mic like this i think you're, i think you got it yeah i'm sorry i'm not a stand-up i'm an improviser and That's a sketch true. comedy actor thank you for sharing actually this also a commercial and film actor well, let me introduce stage you first. actor can i introduce you first and then you can give me your credits maybe Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Wings with Friends. I'm your host, Mary Church. I'm joined here right now with, well, a person. <laughs> <laughs> a person? Uh, just, I normally I'm like, a Jesus. talented, funny guy. Oh, my God. Are you for fucking real? What? I'm a pretty talented guy. I know, but now I just decided not to say it. Okay. A very talented, funny, not a comedian. I'm a comedian. You're not a stand-up. I'm not a stand-up. You guys don't get to own the term. I don't know how this works. I know Phoenix is like a stand-up city, but honestly, like being improv and sketch comedy here is like, is, I don't know. Like a stepchild? No, I mean, it's it's like being prejudiced. Again. Yeah, it sounds like you have a chip on your shoulder about that. Can no. I just introduce you before we get into all your fucking issues? Yeah. All right, we're here with Michael Margettis. Of Pizza Party mm-hmm. and other things. Also a little podcast called Lights, Camera, Bedtime. Uh, which is on a hiatus right now. Oh, I thought it got canceled. No, who canceled it? <laughs> I canceled it. No, yeah, the FAA, they called me up and they go, hey, you know that podcast three people listen to? It's really breaking down some barriers, so we're going to have to ask you to stop. How bad would you suck if your podcast got canceled? Got canceled by, like, the, the FAA? Just they, they. By they? By, by the men in black? iTunes? <laughs> Yeah, I would be kind of beside myself, but then honestly, it would boost my ego because I'd be like, I was on to something about America and about America's lies. <laughs> I'm cracking it wide open. And that's why you got canceled? Yeah. No, dude. you get canceled because nobody listens. Well, then they would cancel every podcast. Well, well. Yeah, except for like My Favorite Murder and like... How did this get made? And like probably like a couple fishing podcasts. Don't, don't be dropping. You don't have to drop names. It's okay, Michael. Well, it's okay. 
Well, I'm glad you're here. Um, we are kind of in the middle of having some wings right now. Um, Michael's flavor. <laughs> the flavor for this episode is salt. <laughs> you were like, I hope you like these wings. They're salt flavored. And I was like, oh, well, the hits keep on coming. Okay, to be correct here, it's Lowry's Seasoned Salt, which is a legit flavor at ATL Wings. All right. But when I made them, it just came out as salty. It came out as... Speaking of salty, you're a little salty right now. Sorry, it was a long day at work. Oh, boo. I know. Oh, so I am recooking the wings right now just to to see if I can make them appropriately. And so, Michael, one thing people probably may know or not know about you... It's probably one of the first things I knew about you is that you're like a movie uh, lover, critic, buff. What do you call that? Um, I'm a, just a huge fan. I love film. I'm a huge movie buff. I think it's um, just a wonderful art form. Uh, I know Roger Ebert said he thought the movies were a gigantic empathy machine that oh. allows you to see the world through people's perspectives that normally you wouldn't think about. Which is like the best explanation anyone's ever talked about movies. But I mostly, yeah, I write like little write-ups on Facebook that are dumb. I used to blog for this guy, Salim, but... um, Yeah, so I thought you were like a professional movie critic. No, it started as just mostly people requesting that I write these. Uh Like there's probably like, you know, like a couple of people who are like... They were always hitting me up for movie suggestions and stuff. So I figured I'd just post little write-ups of them as I see them. It's stupid to think that people, like, people, and I know this sounds like me just up my own ass, but multiple people consult with me before they go to the movies. Wow. I mean, it makes me feel like, it makes me feel like a giant asshole. Are you sure it's not just to make sure you're not going to be there? Yeah. They were like, did you already see this? Because I don't want the fucking theater to smell like nachos and dick. (laughs) Okay. Um, so that's pretty cool. And you use a rating scale of like A, B, C, D, E, or A, B, C, D, F. Yeah. Well, pluses and minuses. Is this a speed round where you ask me a movie and I tell you the grade? Oh, is that your way of telling me what you want me to ask you next? Not at all. (laughs) Um, no, I'm curious about rating systems because, well, obviously Rotten Tomatoes has one. Uh, How many do, how many tomatoes do they have is it 10? N- no. The, so Rotten... T- <laughs> <laughs> Are you fucking with me? No, I honestly don't okay. know. Okay, so Rotten Tomatoes is a... Uh, it takes the average. Okay. But it's kind of inaccurate because it just takes whether or not a critic liked it or not. So if every movie critic in the world gave a movie like a B, it would be 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. A better site than Rotten Tomatoes is Metacritic, because they weigh how much they liked it. So they like weigh in like scores like A, A minus, B plus, and then they culminate that into an average score rather than just if a critic likes it or dislikes it. Okay, and back in the days, Siskel and Ebert would just do a thumbs up, thumbs down. Correct on their show, but in print because they would write for, well, Mm-hmm. Ebert wrote for Chicago Sun-Times and Siskel wrote for Chicago Tribune, but they would have like a star system. Oh, okay. So, so that's where I got to stars. Yeah, yeah so the, the TV show component was just like a quick little thing. Probably to make it fun for TV. Like, that's Yeah, it. that's, that's why you have yeah. to do it, like the hook for TV. Yeah. But they, if they could, they would probably spend like five minutes talking about some 
some movie and then but the movie was I mean it was kind of like uh, the McDonald's of film criticism sure. the show because it was just like we liked it or not few key points and then we're on to the next movie because people don't want to watch like it's a one hour deep dive of Ingmar Bergman <laughs> <laughs> I was like I, so that's fascinating though it's just how people have different scales and, and what how they rate things I yeah think. I like the grading system just because it gives me kind of more options I used to do like this is gonna, I'm gonna sound like the biggest loser in the fucking world, but I've been reviewing movies since I was in like fifth grade. <laughs> and I used to do a star system because that's what the Arizona Republic did. Uh-huh. No, that's good. That's how you, that's how like as a fifth grader, you kind of figure out what you wanna do and what you wanna be, right? Yeah. So, I, and movies to me, so my parents got divorced uh, around the time I got really into movies. And I wasn't very close with my dad before my parents divorced because my mom took care of me all the time. Right. And my dad was, like, terrified that I was going to be taking, taken away from him. So going to the movies was a way that I kind of got to know my dad. Oh, wow. So, I mean, recently someone was asking, like, why do you like movies so much? And, like, I was thinking back, and I'm like, holy shit. Like, it's one of those moments where it, like, should be more apparent to you, but it's, like, one of those, like you just don't realize it. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, because that was my way of getting to know my dad was through film, which is interesting because me and my dad have very different opinions on movies. Sure. I was way more swept up into like the, um, like independent and art film kind of Mm -hmm. shit. And he's more just like tits and guns. Yeah. That's how my dad is with his television. (laughs) <laughs> with his television, yeah, like it, no, he like he likes yeah. the 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 procedural drama type things, like just yeah. the regular shit. If there isn't I, a nipple or a bullet on the screen, I'm changing the channel. <laughs> right? I um, I wanted to be an artsy, you know, type movie watcher, mm-hmm. and I would buy or go watch it, but I never got it. Not right. back then. Maybe later on, but I still don't get it. So. Maybe I'm not as sophisticated as I would like to be. No, I mean, which is weird because we're actually planning on watching a movie tonight. We are going to watch a movie. uh, We have Lost in Translation on right now, which is, I have to say, I mean, that is an art film. True. that That is like the most indie, indie film I could think of. So when this first came out and I bought it, like, I wanted to like it because it fit with what I wanted to be like or what I wanted to be the kind of person who liked this movie. Yeah. I don't think I understood it back then. So what year did this movie come out? This came out in 2003. Okay. So I was like a young adult at that time, but still a child. I was probably, uh, 23 or 24. Actually, that seems, I don't know. That seems later. Are you sure it was 2000? I thought it was. No, it was 2003. My dad took me to go see this and my dad thought it was the biggest piece of shit he's ever seen in his life. Right. Cause there's no tits or guns. There's no tits or guns. There's a lot of, uh, ambiguous conversations. Uh, there's a lot of very dry humor and there's a lot of Japanese. 2003. <laughs> you're right. Um, um, but I like this cause it's before, um, Scarlett Johansson was like a sex symbol type. Yeah. She's great in this. Yeah. By the way. Um, but it does, the movie does open up on her butt. It does? Through um, underwear. 
like oh. it's like see-through pink underwear in her butt. Oh, that kind of sounds. Well, we'll find out here in a minute. Well, yeah, I mean that stuck with me as a thirteen-year-old boy seeing this for the first time. That's interesting. You watched this when you were thirteen, and I watched it when I was about twenty-three or twenty-four. Well, yeah, we're a decade apart. A decade? Um, actually, we're eleven years apart. Wow. Just a baby. Yeah. Um, but I was born in late. <laughs> I was in the, Yeah, I was born... You were born okay, mid to okay. late I was born in 1989, right when the like buzzer was going, beep, like in a no, football game. No, that would game. be December 30th if you were going to do that. Instead, you are born September 18th. That's pretty much the end of the year. It's not. Yes, though, it is. You're not even in the holidays yet. We have not had Halloween, Thanksgiving, or Christmas. It is the very beginning. You're in Q. It is the beginning of the holidays because I like to say September is like my Labor birthday. Day. October is Halloween. November is Thanksgiving, and December is Christmas. You know what? Speaking of you, it looks like your family had a pretty rocking Christmas dinner, as I saw on Instagram stories. Yeah. I'm so jealous. And so here's the thing. You just <laughs> talked about what you just talked about your your folks are divorced, but like they get their friends. Yeah. My uh, we spend every holiday. It's my dad, my stepmom, my mom, my stepdad, my sister, um, and me. Do you get extra presents? Because you have so many yeah. extra parents? Well, yeah, because uh, my dad and my stepmom get me presents, and then my mom and my stepdad get me presents. But I have to get presents for all of them, too. True. But I'm sure your stepmom really wants you to like her, so she makes sure she does really well. And your stepdad probably really wants you to like him. And so, like, he tries to impress you, so you kind of clean up. No, I think we're past that, because I've had my steps for, like, about a little over a decade. Um, so I think we're kind of more just kind of like... Uh, I used to like really not get along with my stepdad because he's a coder he's uh because he's trying to take your mom away yeah from he's you. a software Uh-oh. engineer guy he's well, a, like a real right brainer <laughs> and i'm like mr theater mr artistic i remember he was trying to tell me that gi joe was a better movie than the dark knight and i was like the dark knight is superhero Hamlet. <laughs> I was like, do not tell face. me. Michael's face just got like psychotic. The superhero Hamlet. I that's know, hilarious. and I peed a little. <laughs> hey, that's why I put a blanket down on this couch. Thanks. I'm glad you broke out the rubber sheets for Fuller. <laughs> yeah, dude. I <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So, um, we are, oh shoot, I gotta pause it, because I gotta go get the wings, because we need to talk a little bit about wings. Okay. So, just hang tight, okay? Mm. All right, so, Mm. I made some wings. Uh, This is my first attempt to, like, (laughs) make, to make my own wings for this podcast, because, you know, having a wings podcast can get really expensive. You know, I'm, oh, by the way, Native Grill and Wings started following me and commented, they're like, where can we listen? And I was like, yeah! That's great. I should ask them if they want to sponsor. Do, do. Sell hard. Yeah, I guess when it comes, when I get the opportunity, I feel like, oh, I don't want to be pushy or I don't want to, you know, yeah. but I guess I need to. I mean, Anwar has the whole thing with Chili, so why not have the whole thing with Is Native he sponsored Native? by them? I don't know if he's officially sponsored by them. Or he's trying to get. He's, I think he's trying trying hard. I love Chili's. But anyways, we're, we're not talking about Chili's right now. Mm. Um, so... Okay, so this is what happened. I cook. <laughs> Michael's enjoying the wings. They're hot. I can see the meat, the steam coming from it. Oh, oh. <laughs> I almost caught myself. 
On what? A razor blade? No, it's... You cooked them so long, the bones brittled. Are you serious? Or something. Oh. <laughs> Feels like I'm eating Samuel L. Jackson's character's leg in Unbreakable. Oh, my God. He has those, like, shattered glass legs. Shut up! It's just like, oh, my legs! Okay, so I cooked them in the oven, and then I put some Larry's season salt on them, and I put them in... Salt flavored. Then I put them in the the air fryer then i felt like they could be a little crispier and i forgot to baste them in butter before i put the season salt on them so then i decided to kind of rinse them off a little bit put them back in the air fryer fry them up but i kind of overcooked them then i tossed them in butter i didn't put any more salt and they're still salty as hell they're just drier now and brittle to give you an idea i'm eating prosciutto to get some of the salt taste out of my mouth (laughs) Okay, well, so this... Which is, the flavor is good. Uh, it's a little dry and salty. It's kind of how I imagine, have you ever seen Christmas Vacation? You know, <laughs> yeah. when they cut that turkey oh, open? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh no, I'm talking to, I'm hoping whoever listening to this in three weeks when you post this is going to respond. No, it just looked like you were talking to somebody else. So, no, uh, anyway. Okay. <laughs> it felt like you were talking to someone else. Okay. So that fucking turkey, like, all this air came out when they cut it. Just like that? Well, uh, it's just kind of a little, it's a little dry, so it's kind of scrawny. Okay. Well, I guess I'll have to work on it some more before some of my other guests come over for a Hey, well, you know how you get to Carnegie Hall. How? Practice. Yeah. I'm going to get to the Carnegie Hall of Wings podcast. Yeah. What if you did Carnegie Hall with your Wings podcast? Holy shit. That would be amazing. I think Georgia and Karen have done it. Did they go to Carnegie Hall? I don't know. I don't know. They played the Apollo in Australia or something like that. Huh. Um, okay, so okay, so these need a little work. I swear season salt is a flavor though. (laughs) Yeah. Lowry's. 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 So not just salt flavored, seasoned salt. No, it's seasoned salt. That's why it has a nice orange glow to it. Next time you should do food flavored wings. Salt's a. (laughs) Okay, let me ask you a couple wing questions. Do you like wings, like in your real life? Yeah. Okay, what's been your favorite wing? What's your if you were if we were gonna go to Buffalo Wild Wings, like what flavor would you get? First of all, I wouldn't go to Buffalo Wild Wings. Okay, where would you go? Uh, there's a Louisiana chicken place near my work in Chandler. Oh. Initially, I went because I thought it was Long Wong's, but it was much better. I want to go to Long Wong's. Um, Long Wong's is okay. I mean, the the quality varies from location to location. Okay. Um, this Louisiana place was great. Honestly, the best wings I've ever had. It's called like Louisiana Chicken Place. They also have fried chicken. It's what it is is it's a soul food restaurant owned by Koreans. Interesting. And yeah. it, you said it's the best wings you've ever had? Um, not the best. I'm oh. gonna say the best I've had is actually in Carefree, Arizona. There was this uh, restaurant bar called Venues, and they had this dry roasted wing that had like this coconut Thai curry sauce. Oh. But it was so subtle. And it was like you had this taste of like fresh coconut in it. 
Whoa. And I know it sounds like something you shouldn't like, but it, it was like, it was savory, but also it, it had a hint of sweetness. But it was like all these different flavors balanced so well. And the chef left and the wings left with him. <sighs> And I don't know where he is, and I can never, ever, 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 ever have this wing again. Oh, unless wow. by some chance I find myself in a wing hut or a restaurant or some hotel somewhere where the guy finally ended up and brought his wing recipe with him. Oh, my gosh. One could dream. One could dream. That's that's a good, that would be a meat cute story for the ages. A wing cute. <laughs> right? A wing cute. Yeah. I like it. So, so you do like wings. Do you prefer a drummy or the flat when you have wings? Drummy. Why? Because it's easier to eat, and I feel like I'm getting more with a bite. Yeah. Do you do like a ranch or a blue cheese? I'm a blue cheese guy. 110%. Yeah, I can see that. You're a cheese guy. I am a cheese man. So where did that come from? Have you always been a big cheese person? I've always liked dairy. I think it comes from my dad. Um, he loves like cheese. Like when, when, you, when you would nurse from him? Yeah, I would suck his big, hairy, fucking Greek tit, and he <laughs> would just... He would squeeze feta cheese milk into my mouth, and sometimes he would do it so much he would he would shit tabbouleh. So he would scoop tabbouleh out of his uh, pants and then just top it off on my mouth from his asshole. Your dad's Greek. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. Margetis, right? Margetis, yeah, which is actually not even a real name. No. It was well, the bastards at Ellis Island fucked with our heritage the way they do racist pieces of shit. They, um, <laughs> they, so, because my dad, our name was changed to Margots, and my dad wanted to change it because people used to call them maggots, so he changed it to what his research said was Margetis, but actually our real last name is Mandarakis. Oh, that sounds more Greek too. You know what, but I'm a Margetis. Sure. I'm a Margetis through and through, because a Margetis isn't about facts, it's about what's in your heart. Okay. And what's in my heart is my dad's tit milk <laughs> made out of feta cheese. <laughs> oh it's made God. its way into my heart, and it's slowing me down, and it's eventually going to kill me. <laughs> so. so you brought over some cheese today. What kind of cheese was that? It was a, it was called like Robusto. I, I keep wanting to call it Robato. Like Mr. Robato. Yeah, I know okay. what you mean. Oh. All right. But it's called Robusto, and it's a Dutch cheese. It's like a very strong kind of Gouda. Oh, yeah. It was really good. It paired nicely with the salami and the prosciutto. Yeah. I was really glad I got some of that prosciutto I really love. Um, very good. When you go to eat wings, do you eat the veggies with it, like the blue che- uh, the uh, carrots or the celery? Yeah. I think it's good for, like, roughage. Yeah. It makes for more pleasant shits. <laughs> Sorry to be, I'm, I feel like I'm so vulgar on your podcast. I feel um, like you just broke into like an old timey jail and I'm like some dirty homeless convict who's like, let me talk about my nuts and my dad's tits. <laughs> like, okay. So you, oh, by the way, everybody kind of feels like that. I don't know if they think I'm like squeaky clean and you're like, oh, yeah. you're in my home. You should be appropriate. But no, you should be yourself. Meat sweats like shat all over me during their podcast. So it's fine. Yeah. I did their podcast, too. They made me feel comfortable enough to reveal things I wish I didn't. Ooh, really? What did you reveal? Not on here. Oh, I'm going to have to go back and listen to that episode of Meat Sweats, the podcast. Yep, you're going to have to. I um, talked about drugs, and I didn't really... I didn't... I, I said too much about my drug experiences. That kind of showed me in a negative light. Oh. 
Okay, well, then we won't have to get into that now. Um, but <laughs> so, yeah, I like meat sweats. I like it when they talk about me on their podcast and I'm not around as long as it's nothing bad. Yeah, I like, I like Bill and Matt a lot. No, I don't like them at all. I like meat sweats, though. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, no. I mean, well, Bill's a fucking piece of shit. Uh, and Matt's Bill and worse. I are very, we found out we're very similar people, which is strange. But I don't, not in all respects. But here's what I wanted to I say. Hope. What? I said, I hope not. <laughs> um, we both have huge penises. That's great. I was hoping <laughs> you'd have a big, thick hog cock. <laughs> okay, what did I want to say? Um, meat sweats, it, this is what it's good. Why am I fucking talking about meat sweats? I don't, yeah, don't give them free I publicity. I just want to say that it's scary and insightful to know what men their age are thinking. Like, it, it kind of validates all my worst fears. Like, what? That's what they think? You know, so, anyways, sometimes I can't listen because I'm like, no! No, they did my podcast when I had it. Uh, yeah? Were they good? Yeah, it was the last episode I think we released. Um, we just ran into some backup and problems with editing. But Was it better than the episode I was on? It was. Oh, this was probably you. the best episode. I don't want to hear that. No, and it has nothing to do with them being like the best people who were on it. Because they're not. No, it's just what it was, was the story we had was the best and just the culmination of ideas was the strongest. I think the best people who have played the game... People who have are, a relationship. Yeah. And it's the same with the improv, because well, you yeah. have context. The best people I had on the show wasn't the very best episode, but they were the best at playing the game were Tristan Bowling and Lou Moon. Okay. Because they were able to just, like, get so into it. So, I don't know if I liked our, the, like, for my episode, I don't know if I liked the dream that we had. Or was the it, direction who, we went to. Whose dream was it? I don't remember, but it was uh, something with Paestua Peak and the oh. fuselage. So, it was just, like, I, f I feel like I wasn't on board. I don't want to talk about this. Yeah, just, I just edit this It's just out. like me in, in improv was, I don't think I like this setup. I don't want to play. You know what I mean? And so... But you, I mean, that's the antithesis of improv. You need to say yes and. You need to... Yeah, I was saying no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. No but. Yeah, that sounds... Oh. No but. No but. Anyway, that's why I don't do improv anymore. Well, thanks for still being my friend, even though I sucked on your podcast. Oh, yeah, no, I mean, I didn't think you sucked at all. You did a very good Melanie Griffith impression. That nobody understood until I had to I didn't understand it. it, which is weird because, like... It was so smart. It was such a good... Uh, I was like, ooh, I'm going to do a call-in. Yeah. Was Antonio was... Banderas in the movie? Is that why? Yeah, I had no idea that they were married. What? Oh, it's because you're so young. It's because I'm so young. Um, I no, was sorry, born on the last day of 1989. I'm sorry, I was so young. she was... She was married to Don Johnson. That's who you didn't know she was. Oh, DJ. D Dojo. DJ. Uh, somebody once said Dojo, and I was like, you mean Don Johnson? They're like, no, it's, it's a place where people do karate. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. Well, well, there was some karate on Miami Vice, right? I never watched the show because I'm not that fucking old. But... I did. I watched it every Friday night with my dad. Oh, nice. I think that's probably why I like the stuff that I like, too. Like, um, like watching, like, like TV with my dad. And oh, then, like tits and bullets. 
I mean, less tits, but you know what? In the Miami Vice theme song, in the opener, there was a part where these boobs kind of walked by. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Wait, my dad going, were they the attached to a person or were they just tits with like legs coming out it of them? It was like a scene from like a, um, like a Miami parade and there was like a Latin woman, you know, in some mm-hmm. kind of bikini and just... But I don't even think she had a face because, you know, women don't get mm-hmm. faces on those kind of shows. Yeah, that's, that was in the heart. Well, no, I mean, Hollywood's always been in the heart of misogyny. It's hard to pinpoint a, a real, like, crazy time there because sure, it's, like, just sure. all over the place. So, anyway, that, and I've said this on my podcast before, like, listening to music. Oh, fucking. Yeah, you're listen, blowing up your phone. Listening to music in my dad's truck was also how I became a fan of, like, the 60s and, and stuff of music. So, nice. So, I'm, I'm grateful for that. Um, so, you are an improviser. Would that be how you describe yourself or an actor? How would you... Actor. An actor? I would say actor, comedian, improviser. Um, that's exciting. I know you from Pizza Party. Yeah. Also um, a writer. That's what yeah. I. That's my nine to five job. I write training videos for oh. like uh, Samsung and HP, and I've done some stuff for Uber. Oh, so you have like a real job? Yeah, I have a real not working nine to five. That's exciting. Um, but it's a very. They're very lax, though. I can work from home if I want, because it's you know I'm writing just from my laptop. And yeah, and you need to be able to do your best work. Sorry, yeah. my, I have something in my eye, and I'm just like, what? Maybe it's some salami. It's probably salt on my hands left salt, over. Oh well, yeah, you know what? Well, it was salt flavored wings. <laughs> <laughs> so is that what I'm gonna have to label this episode as salt wings? Yeah, like, salt wings with Michael Margetis. Yeah. Well, we will have to do another episode with like pizza party like like yeah no episode. i would love to get sam here uh <laughs> sam had some business to attend to tonight business um so you're an improviser you're a writer you're a, a an actor what what have you been in that maybe we would know about uh oh i'm in uh the arizona lottery commercials oh yeah i played uh, yeah i mean you know that <laughs> Hey, don't call me out. I'm a good in- interviewer. Yeah, I, I like to- when, like, what what were you in that I noticed you in that is always on TV? Do people recognize you from that, from being Derek in the lottery commercial? I'm not lying. They do. We were at Shake Shack once, and I thought somebody was going to come up and be like, are you that guy? Yeah. And instead they go, is that that burger? Yeah. (laughs) And then I fucking smashed the burger because I was like, you don't get to upstage me, burger. (laughs) I want Shake Shack. Yeah, dude. Can you believe that? Something fucking a goddamn burger upstage me. Yeah. You don't, can you believe this? A goddamn burger and a commercial actor upstaged me. (laughs) Yeah. There was another talent at the table. Yeah. God damn it. That sucks. Well, that's the industry, kid. <laughs> I've only been recognized like twice from, and it was actually from improv because I used to entertain the masses. Yeah. Um, that's fun. I'd like to get recognized again. I got recognized a lot when I was at ASU because I did comedy there. But I mean, I, a lot of it is just because I'm, I'm kind of hard to forget. Like I'm a large guy. I sound like fucking Harvey Firestein <laughs> as a smoker. Um, um, did you, when you did ASU and with that, does it get you a lot of attention or people just like trying to be your friend or girls yeah, like throwing their people snatches People were fucking swinging from my nuts like it was a fucking swing set. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I wish. Um, no. Um, 
yeah, I mean, it got me a lot of friends. It didn't... I had the misfortune of being in a troupe with very, very attractive men. So uh, I was like, oh, this guy's funny, but the one who's actually hot will fuck me. <laughs> like, uh, it was like, you play a good joke, but this guy, like, I want his dick on my face. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, cool. I'll just jam my dick up my ass and go fuck myself. <laughs> oh my God. Sorry. <laughs> okay. But okay, I got you there. But hot guys aren't funny. <laughs> Au contraire. Moliere. <laughs> Moliere. Mo- Mo- no, um, I my buddy Scarston. Um, wait, Scarston? His name's Michael. Okay. We call him Scarston because I was the original Michael. Okay. Oh right. But he's a, a devastatingly attractive young man, um, and he's very funny. He's That's not fair. Funny. You can't have both. Let me have yeah, no, something. Yeah, no, it's fucking. It's unfair. Yeah. Um, Sam's a good-looking dude, and he's yeah. fu- funny as shit. He's. But he's more like in a rugged kind of sense. With his beard and shit? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but maybe in improv, guys, you know, that ginger beer has like a spiciness to it. Yeah, it has that After. bite. Yeah. It, it lingers. Really it lingers. So that's not fair for people to be hot and funny. In stand-up, you can only have one. Um, no. <laughs> um... Absolutely not. No. no. Look at somebody like uh Okay. Um shit. Who's hot and funny? Laura Keitlinger. Okay. And Hella Johnson. Yeah. Um John Mullaney? Uh he's nerdy hot, sort of. Um Kate Quigley is hot and funny. Yeah. Um Gary Goldman. You know, I have a rule on my podcast where if I don't know somebody, I just pretend like I know who they are. Yeah. Because I realize it makes you sound really stupid. And you're like, I yeah. don't know them. So I'm going to be like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't even know a lot of comics. Yeah, I don't know when you said, like, uh, Linnea Quigley. Kate Quigley. Oh, I don't know her. Oh. I just, um, she'll like some of my posts when I have her friends on my podcast. She's, like, a pretty popular LA comic. Oh, She cool. tours. And so she'll like um, a po- like a post, mm-hmm. but it's because it has like Dwayne Perkins or Todd Rex in it, and they are big, bigger comedians. Yeah. Um, so, but that makes me feel good. I'm like Kate Quigley. I think it's like Katie Q Comedy or something like that. She'll, um, is that her? Yeah, Kate. I don't know. Um, or am I thinking of the other Katie? Anyway, that makes me feel good. I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. I'm sorry. Now we're rambling. No, you just said that you don't get to have both. You don't get to be good looking. And um, funny and talented. Unfortunately, you do, um, which makes the the fucking garbage dumpster gremlins like myself oh, have to work <laughs> so hard. Well, one thing I found, um, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to say like to be successful, but mm-hmm. that is um, helpful is like, there's a lot of hot people vying for spots, but sometimes when they need an ugly fuck or whatever, mm-hmm. there's only one. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's it's. I don't know. I kind of realize that too. Like when I create my own characters, like don't try to be the the hot one or the yeah, pretty one. Yeah, absolutely. Be the fun and fugly and weird and kooky one. Yeah, no, that's absolutely what I kind of did. As I was just like, and which is great because, uh, you know when I have, like, auditions and stuff in the Valley for, like, commercials, 
it's I only get sent on the ones where it's like I'm the like weird looking whatever dude, which is cool because it means I go out on less auditions, but I have more of a chance of booking it because mm-hmm. I'm like a niche, a yeah. niche thing. Niche. Yeah, dude, I'm like niche. I'm the niche that niche. Yeah, I'm the. I'm an itch personified. <laughs> I'm like that itch under your boob if you haven't showered in like two days. Gross. That's me. I'm like the Mucinex guy. I'm, <laughs> I'm moving in. <laughs> oh my gosh. Are you the Mucinex guy? I am. Are my dad, actually. Because um, originally my name at Ellis Island is Margettis, but they changed it uh, from Mucinex. <laughs> so. That's a callback. Yeah, that's a callback. Were we recording that when we said that? When we were talking I about I think that? so. Oh, shit. I thought we weren't. Michael, it's all recorded. It's all... Ever since I stepped into this house, everything I've said has been recorded. Absolutely. Yeah. Sorry, I'm yawning. Um, okay. Perfect. So we know a little about you. Hey, mm-hmm. tell me a little bit about Pizza Party, because that seems to be like one of your other big fans. Yeah, it's huge. Uh, we got a show huge. coming up here at Valley Bar. We don't have a date set in stone yet, by the, but by the time you hear this podcast, we will definitely have one. So please, please, please. It's a two-man improv troupe. How can you do improv with just two people? It's hard. Yeah? But that's what's impressive is me... You know how like they'll have two piece bands and they're like it's like they have five people like playing like the up white there. stripes yeah but it's like we have five people playing up oh because you're such good characters well we have the one thing we have an edge on is energy we okay. come out there guns blazing I did a fucking round off last show just oh, very you did. high energy um, yeah but you should follow us because we're also we have some big things I can't talk about right now. Because they're not set in stone, but we have some really big things coming out. So please really? follow us. Pizza Party Improv. Um, Pizza Party Improv on uh, Instagram. Uh, we might be changing it to Pizza Party Comedy because we got some sketch and other show plans coming up in the it's works. It's not delivery. It's improv. That's our slogan. <laughs> uh, also, another one is Bring Napkins. <laughs> and uh, another one is who slices it anyway? <laughs> who slices it anyway? Yeah, <laughs> and that's exciting. Yeah. So it's just you and tell who's your partner? Uh, Sam Lowy. Nice. Uh, Sam Lowy, Samuel John Lowy. He actually we work together a lot. He writes the Arizona Lottery commercials I'm in. Really. Yeah, he's a copywriter you for You guys are OH. so talented with your oh, writing. Thank you. Yeah, we're I writing, can read. acting. Yeah, I can hardly read. Yeah, he's a big reader. I like watching movies instead. I'll read subtitles, though. Okay, so I used to do improv, and I say this all the time, but I, I feel like I wasn't that good at it because I don't feel like I was close to the people no. that I was doing it with. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if I was doing it with people I really liked and trusted. and Because I feel like I'm my funniest when I'm around people who think I'm funny. Yeah, I know that absolutely. it sounds whatever, but and then I can be, f- and then I'm funnier because I have this confidence. Yeah, and you know, but then when that confidence starts to get a little shaky, then I'm not as funny, or then I don't take the risk, or I don't commit to it. So, yeah. I I feel like I would like to maybe in the future, you know, be in an improv scene. 
<laughs> just one. Just maybe just one in the background. I want to be a background extra no, for no, an improv I scene. I'm not a background. I'm not an extra. But just to see if I do know how. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I should. Tr- no. No. Forget it. I'll just go write new jokes. Hey. The no is the first no-no of improv. See, that's why I'm not any good. Yeah, I'm a yes, no and you said you're like you're. I'm a no but. But I'll tell you this: when I saw your pizza party at uh, the Rebel Lounge, part of me was like, I, I want to be up there. You know, like yeah. I could do that. I could do that. Um, but that's kind of the first step of how you get hooked in comedy: going, I could do that. Yeah. How annoying. Um. No, I mean, like you have to have that drive to do it. I've learned to. Of course, I'm my funniest when me and Sam are just alone getting drunk together and right. hanging out. We make each other laugh so hard we almost pass out. Yeah. But like not before you shit your pants. No, we shit on each other. We usually say that. Um, what am I talking about? I did improv for three years and I taught it. Yeah. And I got paid for it. That's insane. So maybe I should give myself just a little cre- more credit. Yeah, well, I mean it's the same as somebody <laughs> somebody who's like, ah no, 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 is teaching improv. What? I don't know. I'm sure you were good. Wait, what are you saying right now, Michael Morgan? What I'm saying is that it, it's weird that you're like, I'm shitty at improv and like, no, no, no. And I don't want to yes am. But then you're like, by the way, I got paid to teach this. Okay. So back then I was way more bought in. I've just had a few years to reflect on my experience. Okay. I was good. I was no, I don't good. doubt it. I think you have a really good stage presence. Not right now, though. What do you mean not right now? Because I feel like I'm podcasting while laying on a couch. Yeah, well, I'm podcasting while sitting on a couch. Yeah, this is actually going to be my new favorite way to podcast. Yeah, no, I mean, are you are you usually this, like, laid back with everyone else when you do podcasts? Like, just laying on a couch? Like, uh, no, normally I'm sitting at that table. Oh, okay. But I, but I do... Mm-hmm. I do. I don't talk too much, you know. I think mm-hmm. I like try to get my guests to talk. And are you usually naked? Shut up! I'm just saying, like I'm just like. For those of you listening at no. home, Mary has been naked this whole time. <laughs> she's she's balancing fruit you, on herself. You don't it's very want weird. people to lose their dinner or breakfast as they're listening to this. Oh, I doubt it. Stop. Um. <laughs> yeah. Um. When. <laughs> now, now I'm gonna try to say something. Mm. Um, <laughs> no, I don't want to be rude. Uh, no, to be rude, no. be really fucking rude. No, now the moment's over. But I wanted to say something like, um, like, do you normally enjoy the taste of Sam's dick when you're doing improv? <laughs> oh yeah, dude. He Sam has one of the most delicious cups I've ever tasted. <laughs> Stop. It's great, dude. I swear to God, his fucking cum is no, cream fresh. No. <laughs> okay, this isn't that much of a rated R podcast. Yeah, no, this is, a, I'm sorry, I talk like a sailor. Yeah, have you ever it's, been in the military? N- my stepmom is a colonel in the Air Force. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, she um, she's a nurse. So you so. haven't then? No. <laughs> But I will say this, in college, my moniker was the smut poet, because I was very creative with, like, dirty shit. I was like, I was like Shakespeare, a filthy Shakespeare. Or like a Larry Flint. Yeah, I guess. Okay, filthy Shakespeare, that sounds Filthy better. Shakespeare. Larry Flint, I'm not in a wheelchair. Yet. Yet. <laughs> it depends on how hard diabetes hits me. 
Um, so what kind of things oh, did fuck. you create? Um, I would just, at parties, just go off and shit. And I created this game where you had to, like, somebody would name a sexual position and you had to graphically describe what it was. Was it a real or a fake position? Um, fake. Like, you had to yeah, improvise so you'd what be it like, was. The dancing twins. Yeah. The the. The blue petticoat. Yeah. What is that position? Uh, what did you say? I, I just jumped into the game. Okay. Uh, it's it's called the uh, the dancing blue petticoat. Okay. The dancing blue petticoat is when you have blue balls, and <laughs> your testicles swell. So what you do is you stretch out your foreskin and your scrotum, and then. I mean, um, it's, it's a sexual position. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, uh, well, I mean, there's actually no penetration in this, but what you do is you put it over your lady's head, um, and then you lift her up, and then you dance her around the room with your blue balls inflated nutsack over her head, like a raincoat. <laughs> like a raincoat. Um, that is very filthy Shakespeare. Yeah, it is. Um, I remember I did one called like an Alabama apple slapper. And I remember I got like so graphic with it because it was like a root, like a roulade, which is like a tied off meat yeah. casserole with like a dead rat in it and like somebody's asshole. And like this person in the car was just, who is it? Who was encouraging me to play the game? Just goes, stop it. No. Like I like ruined them. And I was like, Oh, grow a dick. You piece of shit. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Sorry, dude. Wait, okay. Give me one and I'll see what I can do. Okay. Um, uh, a crimson neck goiter. Oh my god! Well, obviously. Well, it's neck goiters come and go, but it's it's how you use them while they're here <laughs> that matters. I don't know if I can be this dirty on my podcast. Well, you asked me to I give know. you something. I'll. T- <laughs> well, do it like a way that like Ellen would describe it. Like, oh, oh it's gosh. when people have sex and it's dirty. Watch the Ellen show. <laughs> it's when you kiss too long and you get a little hickey on your neck. <laughs> hey, CBS. <laughs> but then it fills with fluid. Okay. <laughs> then it fills with fluid and you've got like a, a, a pus sack there on, okay. your, on, your, on the outside of your neck. I was thinking something way dirtier, though. Never mind. I don't want to play no, this game. No, no. This is why I can't it. do improv. Because I'm like, no, nah, I don't like that. I, I feel like you're afraid of your dirty side, but it's not like a criminal side. Like, we get to be a little dirty. We're good people. Every hour of the goddamn day, we get to go home and we get to talk about shitting in our mouths and assholes. <laughs> That's America. That's why, like, our ancestors died for this country. <laughs> and so we could be good people most of the day and come home and be sick as fucking shit. <laughs> and that's, honestly, that's why my relatives died on the battlefield. Yeah. And so I get to come home and I get to talk about fun and exciting things I'm planning to do with my dick. <laughs> you make a really good point, And mm-hmm. I love freedom and I love America. I hope. Enjoy it while it lasts. Uh, <laughs> Enjoy it while it lasts. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Hashtag Handmaid's Tale. Hashtag Hulu. Don't fucking say that like it's a joke. It's You're making fun of me. I'm not making Hashtag, fun of you. It, wait till we're in the Handmaid's Tale I, and you're Aunt Lydia. 
<laughs> I do kind of look like her. I, no. I am kind of like an Anne Dowd doppelganger. No. That just was the first person that came to mind. Like, you wouldn't yeah. even get the, like, don't laugh because you'll end up in the, you know, the fucking scene that you're what? nothing. Oh. Well, I mean, like, it's pretty, I mean, that's like a. Maybe I shouldn't lay down on podcasts because now I'm kind of like lazy. What do you mean? Because now I'm talking like this, where I'm like, bleh, 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 bleh. I'm the worst. Oh, God. Anyway, yes, I'll leave it at that. Aunt Lydia. Mm. That's good. Yeah, I'm sorry. It was awful. No. Is it, are we done? Almost. Okay. Ready to watch this movie? Yeah, I have not seen Lost in Translation in a while. Yeah, but you remember the opening credits. I do. I well, no. I just remember that Scarlett Joe's butt is in it. All right. Well, we're about to see it. Hey, Michael. Thank you for being here. Thank you for eating my salty wings. Um, I would love to have you and Pizza Party back on the podcast. You mean me time. and Sam Lowy? Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, and remember, follow Pizza Party on Facebook and follow Pizza Party Improv on Instagram. Yeah, do that. Thanks, you guys. We'll see you next time thank with you. more wings and more friends. Okay. Okay. Ready? Sure. I don't have to eat any more of these fucking wings. <laughs>